Welcome to another episode of Pussy Power. Today we're going to talk about what makes a man. <laughs> yes, that. And today I have my boyfriend with me because he is the easiest guest I can just pull in here and you know ask a lot of questions um, about his life. And I think about a lot of the things that you know um women think about and women like ask themselves about about men so you're gonna expose manhood yes how to finally get the man how to finally get the man i think you're gonna have to speak louder though how to finally get the man yes right right and then right. next episode, you're going to talk about how we can finally get the girl. Yeah, okay. yeah, we can do that. Um, I just got a new episode idea. For yeah, you. good. Yeah. Amazing. Every episode has a parallel. Yeah. So you've been on like how many dates now? Dates? Yeah. Countless, countless dates. Yeah. And so like clearly you, you've been, you've been around the vlog and you've been. What do we talk about? everything everyone else did that I did so that we can cancel out everything that doesn't work and then what made this one different what made exactly. exactly so you've been you've been around the block and you've been through a lot of dates and you've met a lot of people too um you as well you've you tried being the chaser being the warmonger yeah, but this is not about how to get the how to get the girl. This yeah. is about what makes a man love a woman. woman. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about who really has had control here. Control? Was control a part of the equation? Choices? Maybe. Decisions? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you talk about what makes a man love a woman, you're gonna have to talk about what is it about you or what did you do that made me choose you. Mm. so we have to talk about everything you did with everyone else and what you did now that's different that made me yeah. choose you yeah so this morning we kind of talked about this a little bit and there were like two things that popped up one was how ready is a guy to commit and go all in with someone so it's about a man's timing versus well not versus and well the other person herself right so it's, it's like a two-sided equation of like a man's readiness and a man's you know um the right timing for a man plus the woman the right woman at the at the right time yeah equals you know yeah this is where this is not luck it's basically where opportunity meets preparation Mm. Mm. and okay. what do you mean with that oh, what I mean is most people say oh they're lucky they're such a couple but the truth is the woman wasn't lucky she actually prepared for herself now for this moment to come and when a guy comes that's also prepared that's also the right man when they meet they, they get together very well but let's say you weren't prepared 
You just suck at life. You just like go bartender. Mm -hmm. And then a real good man comes in. You think it would work? It won't. So it's not luck. Oh, it's right. opportunity meeting preparation. Right. Right. So right. you do have control here. Right. So That's I, why I said control. I was watching this like Jordan Peterson um, clip and he was being asked, how do I like find the right person? How do I find the one for me? And he said there was like something so fundamental or wrong about that question. Because instead of like asking that question, you should ask, how do I become the right partner? How do I become the partner who has a lot to bring to the table so I can attract the right partner for me? So it's it's about becoming the right person yourself. And I resonate with that because um, I stayed single for like, I don't know. And past three years now I've been single all my life actually hmm. I've never had a boyfriend but you know it's like um after my heartbreak that's when I really like decided to work on myself and I guess that's that like that's the preparation that's the preparation yeah but like how about on your on your no, zero preparation. <laughs> but I was actually in a way prepared i'm gonna explain more on that later okay so let's talk about all the other dates right that happened to me that didn't make that didn't, that didn't work work out yeah. yeah okay so what why do you think they didn't work okay well um i'm gonna talk about a guy's perspective not sure if this is applicable to everyone but i think all guys go through that dating spree right um if a guy has only ever been with one woman all his life, there's a really small chance that that's going to end up with zero cheating. There's always going to have to be, not saying going to have to be, that there's always going to be some level of curiosity and excitement that the guy wants to feel of being with other women. And that's why a lot of guys who go through this serial dating, going all out craziness, actually ends up with a really good relationship afterwards because they, they were able to, to experience it. They're really able to um, see the other side that they've never seen before, right? Because the grass is always greener, right? There's no FOMO. Yeah. So um, I went through that. And guess what? I also went through marriage. So I've seen that side. I've seen everything. <laughs> I went through all the crazy playboys. I went through all the cheating, all the betrayal. I've been betrayed. I've been cheating on as cheated on as well. And... It took me until the age of tw oh, 29, 30, 30, to finally reach this level of fullness and uh, maturity that I could never have had if I wasn't able to experience all that shit, right? So um, it's it's like getting up hard. Like if you get the if you get the guy that has zero experience, guess what? It's gonna be a freaking Lots of surprises are coming in for you because this guy hasn't experienced all that shit yet. And deep inside, he actually kind of is curious and wants to do that. Or you get a guy who's been through all that shit. Probably this guy's already 30 or more, probably 40. And he's now finally whole. Um, he's in that stage where he's ready to settle down, commit, and take this one seriously. I don't want to mess it up like I did everything else in my life. So luckily for this girl, that's the guy she's with right now. And um, that's why it worked out. I, I believe that's how it really worked out for me. But I think an added component is right after we decided to be together, 
we had continued self-work. We had a counselor. Should I get me to call her, right? <laughs> we had a counselor who counsels us about relationships and about ourselves as well. So what makes a man choose a woman? I'm just going to give you three things. Number one, that man has experienced all sides of the spectrum. When I say spectrum, life, right? Breakups, relationships, all that. Number two, that man actually is willing to work on himself while you are, or even before the relationship, you started working on himself. And number three, the moment you guys enter into a relationship, there's all, there are now ideas of maybe getting into counseling to keep the relationship. So the, the, the advice I just gave you, is not just about what makes a guy choose a woman, but about how to actually keep the guy, right? Now, that's just me. There are other things as well that she did for herself, her traits and all that, that made me choose her. Are you going to be able to talk about that? Or? So that point is... The first one we're talking about, the first side of the equation, which is it's about where a guy is at in life, basically, on which stage he is. Yeah, because I've met I've met good women, right? Um, honest, kind, um, some even braggy as well and proud like you. But like my mind, my premise, my intention, my the zone I was in wasn't in that I finally deserve a good relationship zone. I was in the what else is there? Mm. What else is out there? So if you end up with that guy, good luck. <laughs> because yeah, I, I said everything from the book that could make a girl be attracted to me. Mm. Even if I was I was still in that zone. Mm. All the lovey dove, all the dreams and goals, houses, promises, all that. Um, going around a little traveling, starting all kinds of stuff, right? Those were bed talks, but eventually still didn't work out. I was still in that zone, that playful zone. Hmm. So, so like for the women who are listening, it's not really about you, you know, when, when, whenever you feel like, oh, he didn't choose to be with me. Um, most of the time, it's it, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. I feel like women in particular put a lot of pressure on themselves. It's like, oh, am I not pretty enough? Oh, am I, am I not smart enough? Am I not this or that enough? When in fact, a lot of them don't know that it, it has nothing to do about them, but a lot to do with like, where is the guy? Right now. Right? Like right now, where is his headspace mm -hmm. at? Um, at which stage of life is he in? Because the I worst thing you can do is get with a guy just because you had kids. Now you just trapped a really hungry wandering lion inside a cage who wants to go out. Mm. Yeah. So you think entrapping a guy is a good idea. <laughs> it's not really a good idea. Yeah, so let's table that. Going back to going back to like it's it's not really you it's like him you know it's who he is being right now because like I think one of the worst things women do that like inflicts pain upon them which mostly is like self-inflicted pain is when they try to make someone fit into their narrative when that person isn't really you know isn't the character that they've been looking for 
So it's like trying to make um, a prince out of like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. You know, it's, it's like trying to make a chivalrous man out of his like toxic masculine figure. And I think it's what really causes pain for a lot of women because, you know, you you want a man to be a certain way. You want someone to fit in your Template. narrative. Template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that person isn't ready. Like, for example, for me, when I was like 17, you know, my quote unquote first love pseudo ex was, he basically told me he wasn't ready to be in a relationship. And he basically told me he wasn't in a financial position to pursue something um, for the long term. And me being like this naive 17, 18 year old, whatever, I wasn't hearing that. It was like going through one ear and out the other because I wanted this narrative this narrative and I I kept trying to fit him in, into that when he already told me he wasn't ready yeah that's the problem with watching too many movies as well these days like you see this amazing telenovela amazing Korean novella amazing love story and now you have this template of a guy who's like that and you just spot one guy who fits only one part of the template and then you assume that he's the whole thing already. Yeah. Like, and he has to fit. Like, yeah. And then you force him to fit sometimes, yeah. right? And then he doesn't end up fitting. And it damages both, both of them. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. So that's what I learned. It's like with men, you got to know where they're at. Like, are they at a place where they're, you know, like wanting to sample the United Colors of Benetton? Or are they like at a stage in life where they're like really fucking willing to settle down? And that also says a lot about, you know, um, that says a lot about like who you want to be with as well, because not everyone wants to, you know, settle down with someone and whatnot. Some women actually, they still want to explore you know what else is out there so if you like it's it's basically finding a match um and respecting where someone is at listening to them and you know like believing them when they tell you they're not fucking ready because when, when someone says they're not ready they're really not ready so you know it, it's better to take take their word for it than to like assume that you can change them and change their timeline and make them ready for you so because yeah. because most women feel like it's a them thing it's like oh something that they can control but it's totally yeah, not they it's always the other person. believe that they have the power to actually change another guy women yeah. it's, that excites women yeah i'm the reason like, yeah. he's not fixer yeah i'm the reason he's no longer like that like that like that but here's the thing a guy can do that in the beginning to get yeah. what he wants and yes, it's important to ask the guy where he's at, but here's the sad truth. Not every guy will be honest to you where he's at right now because where he's at might not be the honest version. Of yeah, but that's all that's also where you see like what he's saying and what he's actually doing, right? Actions speak louder than words. Exactly. You so, have to observe it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he is really serious and ready to settle down, he's gonna actually gonna make time with you. Yeah. Yeah, I sure as hell did. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I wish 17-year-old me would have, like, known that it wasn't 
it wasn't really like a me thing. It was more like, oh, this guy is not ready to give me what I want. And I don't have anything to do with that. You know, I can't do anything about it as well because that's just where someone's at, you know, at, at their point in life. And that's something that you got to respect and you got to accept and not try to change. If you accepted it back when you were 17, do you think you still continue to go out with it? No, I, I'd be like, cool. Um, maybe we can be friends, but I don't think this is healthy to like keep this going. But there was also, there, there, there was that transparency, but also there was like um, a misalignment between his words and his deeds. And that kind of like confused me, you know, as like, as an 18 year old you're kind of like young and stupid so you 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 fall for like the stupid shit because you're stupid (laughs) (laughs) so that that was what happened to me it's like but also you know um this is really why you need to be clear with someone on like where they're at it's really to like make sure you can minimize the pain that you're going to receive because like for example if even if someone says like oh i'm not ready for a relationship and they still act like they're pursuing you there's like a misalignment in the actions and the words and that and that does happen because a guy that's how a guy you know masculine guys really love giving girls a good time it's like part of our system to really want to make girls get a good time. If we just say we're just friends, but we're gorgeous, I'm going to like do stuff that didn't align with friends. Mm. If you're gorgeous and you're single and you're available and I'm single and I'm available, I will really do things that a couple might do, like carry your stuff, get an umbrella, pick you up for work. And you just said we're just friends. But, you know, men have that tendency to make the people they like or the people they're with, as long as they're available and attractive, um, have a really good time and mm-hmm. get a good get a good time for them themselves. Right. Yeah. But I think I think that's why I believe having a platonic relationship with a guy is impossible. Really? Impossible. I, I disagree with that. Look, look, trust me. Okay, now this is where the fun part happens. <laughs> Name me one guy that you believe is a really good friend. Oh, he's a brother. He, he's just he's like a brother to me. Tell him, I, even if I, I'll text him, oh, my boyfriend's really treating me not so well right now. He's chatting with other girls and it really feels so lonely. And I got to admit to you, I actually had feelings for you. What do you think about it? I'm going to bet you that is $100. That, yeah. That's not coming from it. For, but coming from I tell you, a guy okay. will really jump on that. They're going to be like, really? I actually find you attractive too. There you go. That's, I, don't, I don't think so. I yeah. don't believe that. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. It's always gonna end up like that. No, no guy, especially this attractive. If you're not that attractive, I mean, right? <laughs> but if you're that attractive, no guy who's single, who's straight, who has eyes, will just be trying to you the moment when he sees an opportunity. Came from a non-platonic angle, so I disagree with that. Whatever can happen will happen. What if um that time did come? Uh, you're sad he will jump on it not everyone i don't think so i think so okay it's yeah. nice to disagree with so that that's the first piece right ladies <laughs> it's like if someone's not choosing you um i'm not saying that it's not because of you 100 percent. i'm saying that mo- more often than not it's not about you it has nothing to do with you it's not something you can control it's not something you can change 
because that's just where the person is at you know like with men they need to be at a place like they're the fucking providers right like men take pride in being able to um buy you nice shit and like we have have the financial capability to like spoil you and whatnot and that that's not most that's not like all men but that's like most men right that's how society has like conditioned most men and so like you know when when you feel and when you see they're not ready when they tell you they're not ready you better fucking believe that and save yourself the heartache so you're you're not gonna keep pushing for something that will you know never happen which is trying to get them to be in a relationship with you when they're not ready and it doesn't matter how gorgeous you are or how amazing you are or how you know smart or kind or whatever you are because it, it's not about you in the first place it's about them and the fact that you know they're not ready because either they're like wanting to taste the next thing or they're just not in a place where they feel comfortable to engage in a relationship because I think for men, right, like financial um, capability is a big thing before yeah. before like jumping into a serious relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I would like for the girl to pay for everything, right? Pay for anything. Um, it's actually it's actually quite confusing for me when I'm not the one paying for everything when we're both sharing the expenses. It confuses me. I wonder. Am I really the provider, the protector here? Um, it's really important for a guy to be fully financially capable for him to actually enter in a relationship in the right mind, in the right mindset, in the right character. If he's not, he's not fully there yet. You guys are going to end up into a lot of arguments about money. Yeah, <laughs> so true. So true. So that's the first piece we've covered that, which is like, he is not ready. How about the piece where it's about like the woman, the lady, the girl? Yeah. From your experience. Okay. Um, let's say I met you during my crazy days. Yeah, you're gonna have to speak louder. Let's say I meet you, I met you during my crazy days. Here's the thing. Now here's the anomaly. I would still have chosen you. You don't know that. You're I know you're that. speaking. I know that. You're speaking no, at I really know that. I would choose you. <gasps> no, you're you're literally no, I would, I would choose you. You're speaking. But from I would still choose you. Grave. No, I would choose you. YouTube's gonna think that like you're raping me, so they might like take this video down. Oh, really? And I would miss out on the views and the listens and the value. <laughs> so, yeah, so you know, like, yeah, from, from your perspective, like, why after going on like so many damn dates, why didn't they work out aside from you know the fact that you're not ready? Let's talk about the second piece here, which is like the girl herself. Um, You did it right. You didn't pursue me like you did all those other guys. You become you became the one I pursued. Hmm. When a girl pursues, it's very masculine. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've been there. I've like literally yeah. chased men, and it's like it repels, it repels them, honestly. Yeah, and then we have to be the one to do that. Mm-hmm. And once we do that, and once we get you, we have to be in the king in the relationship afterwards. It's like saving the princess and then becoming the king in the kingdom. That's why the story sounds like that, because very masculine men knows how men think. So you pursued, you didn't fling into my arms the moment we entered the hotel room like any other girl. Really? They do that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Weird. Okay. And like then. you would with your ex. So uh, <laughs> you did that. Why would you be surprised? So. Screw <laughs> that. Yeah. Girls do that too. Mm-hmm. And then, and then. And then um, after meeting up, um, I would have to be the one to chat you up, not you chat me up 24 7 nonstop. So that was, I felt like I am pursuing. I felt like I am in the right energy. This is the right path of a man to follow. While all the other girls I've been with, they were the one pursuing me. So they all just blended in like noise. They were noise, noise everywhere. And that's the thing that makes sense was you because I had to be the one to pursue you, right? Now here's, let's make it more interesting. There were three of you that I pursued, right? Mm-hmm. So not just you, there were, other two mm-hmm. but what made you different what made you shine because let's be honest there will be a guy who will pursue you but he's also pursuing two others or one other right so what made me choose you mm-hmm. among the rest right mm-hmm. you replied and acted like you didn't need me or you you can't really live without me the other two that i pursued were very um, flirtatious now from the get-go. And we're already talking about kids. <laughs> so, um, you, however, was very open to opportunities, very magnetic, very attractive, very um, kept me in the unknown. And me being kept in the unknown and in the uncertainty side of things, wants to make things certain. Because you gave me that certainty blanket. I don't want this. I want things to be certain. That's why I kept pursuing. I kept going. You always left everything to chance, so I changed that to make sure I'm in control. And that's very masculine. To want to be in control. And um, it didn't block me all out, but there were boundaries. Boundaries were very attractive. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So unlike the other girl who had very loose boundaries, loose chances. But for someone who has strong boundaries, strong chances of winning you, lots of value here, girl. Take right, right down, right down, right down. So, um, boundaries, um, no chasing, um, no, no needing or no wanting, no future talks, just talking in the present, um made me choose you among the rest and it's very rare to find a woman like that wow it's very rare to find a woman like you so so basically like stop making out with me you know like this is a podcast not making out that was just a smack okay anyways (laughs) so to your point like that's really interesting because like from the perspective of you know when I was the one chasing the guy and when I wasn't being chosen, the guy felt like a girl when you did that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I they felt so. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and you were like, come here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I felt like I was chasing. I got mad when you didn't reply. So, you know, very Romeo and Juliet. Romeo really pursued, fight with all the dragons to get to Juliet. There, there were no dragons in that story, babe. <laughs> Right, so knights uh, in distress with dragons to yeah. fight through. I had to fight through dragons too, you know. So proving myself, it's masculine. Women should never do that. Right. You did that. I did that with the other guys. <laughs> the other guys, but like the other two that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I, I think- imagine how she was already high profile, son of a millionaire billionaire, son of a million daughter, son, daughter. I that because daughter okay i know i don't need that but look daughter of a millionaire very pretty very attractive my dad wasn't rich then so but the moment you do that your level of tier ranking goes way down though she just switched that up by being the one who's chased present um no more chasing um um kept it on a guessing game all that things her tier level went up to rank number one immediately, right? There are girls who doesn't have that much money, who doesn't have that much um, heard um, things are like rich parents, all of that, but they reach tier one, tier two right away because of that. Right? And they, they're not, they don't even know that they were doing that. I wasn't doing things like consciously it wasn't like a game for me it was like i'm gonna do this so you do this it's not i know it was natural everything was natural Hmm. which is interesting because like when i was chasing all these guys and i wasn't being fucking chosen i'm like fuck what what more do i need to do you know like i'm already doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this and did you notice so many guys who wanted you but you weren't chasing them wanted you even more i believe there were guys who were pursuing you back then but you just you said no to them correct yeah. Yeah, but they kept pursuing it because it kept them chasing. It's a, so here's the interesting part, right? It's like for me too, it's like, you know, when I was when I was like in the masculine side of things, or I was like the one chasing and trying to manipulate the outcome and trying to like control the guy to commit to me. Like that was really when like I wasn't being fucking chosen like at all I've, I've, I've now looking back it's like okay I can see that I really devalued myself there but like with you it wasn't it also I think I, I got this from like Katarina Pan's like um guide on how to be like fucking feminine because you know sometimes you, you just need to google that shit mm. <laughs> so men are like drawn to women who stay in the present and like enjoy the present mm. And don't chase. Mm-hmm. So from what you said, it's... But also given attention to. Right, 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 yeah. right. So basically there, from what you said, it's the self-respect, the boundaries, having a life outside of you mm-hmm. and, you know, not chasing and just being being the feminine, knowing that I was the prize. Right? It's what a lot of women like forget it's like bitch you are the fucking prize you know like let him chase you because if you chase him he feels like he's the fucking prize and now the hunter doesn't feel ever like he's a hunter anymore. yeah he doesn't feel like a fucking you hunter. make him lay down his gun you yeah. disempower him yeah so making guys 
chasing guys actually make guys less of a guy. Yeah. Less men. Yeah, that was my mistake. That was my mistake, like chasing after men. And this is this is much harder when like you have daddy issues and shit like that. So you know what's funny? Because like with you, I I wasn't really trying to control anything. I was just like, eh, I don't really care. And it's so funny because like from the get-go, like I swear you weren't my type at all. So it was I like so it was so easy. You wouldn't make out the guest during your type. No, like, dude, I swear, like, you weren't my type. When you asked me out, I'm like, fuck, I haven't been on a vacation for a this few This wouldn't happen if I wasn't her type. <laughs> no, but <laughs> wait, listen. It's like, I, I, you know, you weren't my type. And I, you know, it became easier for me to not chase you because, like, I had other things going on in my life as well. So yeah, I did have a life, right? And I still have a life that was so compelling and so, so nice. Even though at the time I was like going through something um, and I didn't need you. Hmm. So it was easy to kind of like be detached from that standpoint because I enjoyed you know, I enjoyed my own company. I didn't need a man at that point. I Did I want company? Did I want to, like, be showered all these, like, amazing things? Of course, I fucking did. But I didn't need it, you know? So there was, like, a sense of self-sufficiency there. But also, like, I let you... I I gave an opening for you to, like, ask me out and, you know, do your... Do whatever stuff interesting because like this was the time that I really let go and I just didn't care if it would work out or if it wouldn't you know I was like in a way I was very present and I guess that's just the key to it all it's like just letting go and having a life that you love so much having that sense of security and love in yourself that you don't need to like seek that from someone else I, I think that's really what I what I lacked and what I was looking for and like those guys when I was chasing them so because I felt like I didn't have those in me you know my boundaries were loose my self-respect was like sub-zero my self-love was shot you know I devalued myself I forgot my worth and that's why I wasn't and you chosen. did all the chasing yeah and I did all the chasing mm. yeah no he's chasing you a little bit <laughs> so is it just that like is it like just those things or are there are there other other um factors that contributed to you not um choosing to be with those girls because those girls wanted to be with you right they they did what those girls were what they wanted to be with you so are there any other factors like for example um that maybe they weren't independent or maybe they asked they... for too much money <laughs> that's hilarious okay take that out of your bucket this case if you want a guy to fall for you don't ask for his money right really <laughs> why it's the guy's obligation to just give it you don't have to ask for it mm, right 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 when he's chasing that's no longer a question. He pays for it. Mm. Yeah, you don't see a guy chasing but then asking you to pay for it. 
Right, right. And then and then what? Money is equals to time and effort. If he's paying for it, it means he's not just paying you money. He's paying you time and his effort. Mm. He sacrificed stuff to mm. be with you. If he didn't pay for anything at all, he's not giving you as much time as as much effort as he should. Mm. Mm. What else? What about what 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 else do you think makes a man not choose a woman? So now it's a different title. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, um, like with the other things that we just mentioned. What makes a man not choose a woman? Okay, let's look at the basic and shallow stuff. Um, you should be clean. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that shit's obvious, you know. So it's not really that obvious. Some people don't know that. <laughs> don't. Um, girls who smoke, you think, are attractive. They are not that attractive. That's your preference. Still, a smoker would rather be with a girl who's not a smoker. Really? But if there's no choice, they'll girl with a girl who's a smoker as well. But they would rather be with a girl who's also not a smoker. Mm. Honestly. They'd rather be with a girl who's healthier, has hobbies, um, who has friends. Don't make the guy your whole world. Don't make right. the guy your center of friendship of everything. Right. I was really attracted when I saw that you had a gang. Nero, Maya, Sarah... I had a gang. K, what's K? Who is K? I don't know. The one who had a podcast, the one who went out with a millionaire. The <laughs> one who recommended a guy with you who had gonorrhea. Huh? The one who told you, I'm sorry, but he's, he was actually sleeping with Oh, me. oh my God. Kay. Let's not mention that. Please. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a gang. Yeah, so she had a gang. It was also attractive for me because... I know. Um, it only means that she's a social person and people actually like it, not just me. It's important for a guy to know that this girl is likable by a lot of people. Really? Too. Why? Hmm. Makes her more of a price. Dude, now he, she is a price. <laughs> validation from other people. Yeah, it's really attractive to see other people like her and to see other guys like her and to see her friends like her. So that's also, those are really strong contributing factors. I wouldn't mind still dating you though if you had zero friends as long as you had all those other stuff covered. But because you had friends as well, it made it even better. Right. Okay, so if there's like a, a girl or a woman or lady watching at whatever her age is, what would you tell her? Like to, to be chased instead of the one who's chasing? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What would I tell a girl? Yeah, to so she would be chased instead of the one chasing. Um, entertain, but never be the first to text. Never be the first to spark up a conversation. Only spark up a conversation if it's genuine, like something just really excited you and wanted to share it. Mm -hmm. But never chat because you have this longing, oh, I want him to reply, let me chat him up. Guys will sense that. So really just hold it, hold it in. It's promise. That's the best move for you. And then um, show him that you really have fun. Um, go on my day, post on Facebook, you travel. Guys really like that. So they see that you have a life. So. I don't think you need to do those things though. You don't need to, but yeah. it contributes. Mm -hmm. It really does. Social media contributes. We cannot avoid that anymore. Guys aren't living in caves. We actually check out social media. So if they saw you having fun, oh look, she's fun. She actually, and then as takes care of herself you wearing good clothes on social media shows that you love yourself fashion lipstick is signs of self-love 
It's not just science of vanity, it's self-love. And if you post that online, guys will appreciate you even more because you're more of a prize now. You actually take care of yourself. You actually have expensive bags, jewelries, and all that. Self-love and that. And um, boundaries where you told, tell, that was really attractive. You said, I'm not reachable during these hours. And I can only reply if we set an appointment. Those are freaking impressive because you didn't tell me not to chat. You just told me you can't chat me during these hours. Guys are really into that because they now know that when you guys are spending time together, it's really precious. Mm. You're not someone who's like chatting with him 24-7. No, it's not that precious anymore. Mm. What else? Right. Right. I guess for me, it's like, just fucking love yourself, you know, and put yourself first. First, she simplifies everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, have a, be the main character of your own movie. Have a life. Live a life. Yeah. That's exciting and fun and whatever whatever that looks like to you. But don't be a bitch and just shut yeah. everyone off as well. Yeah, exactly. We actually talk to them too. When they offer up, say hi. But if they cross your boundaries, just say I'm really busy right now. That's still attractive saying you're busy right now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And for guys too, but that's another episode. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Pussy Power. We're gonna make and- up. Let me know in the comments what your biggest takeaway was. I hope it helped you. My gang, I'll see you on the next episode. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.